Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. He is the voice of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs. With an iconic touchdown call that echoes throughout the kingdom. He will walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. It's 4 o'clock on Monday, which means one thing. Mitch Holtis joins CDOT on the drive. Hey, how about those Mitch Holtz, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, is here. His appearances are brought to you by Silverstein Eye Center. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Center. Mitch, I almost died in the last segment. I was talking. All of a sudden, I just, I don't know, I just stopped breathing for a second. I was coughing. I was gasping for air. But you brought me back to life. You and water. I was going to say, because uh, I've been doing that too, so I'm not much help. Uh, Bink would be the one, I think, that could save you. Uh, maybe save us both, but I'm glad you're doing better. You nope. look good. I uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, Mitch Holtz is brought to you by Silverstein Eye Centers. Let's just start with this, Mitch. I thought the Chiefs did exactly what they were supposed to do. The Patriots are the worst team in the AFC. I don't look at yesterday as some banner day. I don't think it was a great day by anyone. I don't think the Chiefs played an A-plus game. I don't think they need to play an A-plus game over the next four weeks or so. Take care of business. Start playing with a little bit of momentum heading into the postseason. You did what you were supposed to do. You scored 27 points yesterday. Your defense, I thought, played well. You forced a turnover. Willie Gay played really well. There were some things that you need to clean up, but I thought yesterday was business as usual for the Chiefs, which feels good given how the last six weeks have been with them losing four out of six. Yeah, I'm going to give you a scattergun thought uh, into reaction to your thought was – Here's what I extracted from the game. 
the fact that they had some plays made yesterday. Clyde's catch, obviously, is one. Another perfectly executed screen for 48 yards, of which Clyde got runs or some yardage after uh, contact. That was so well done by the offensive line. That was a positive sign. Another positive sign was Rashi Rice getting third down catches. Third and eight, third and nine, third and five. First down, first down, big play. That were all they all happened at significant times of the game. Then Watson, who had the 31-yard reception, that came on third down and long. We haven't seen that consistently throughout the season. We saw it yesterday. Good sign, right? Clyde's game, that's obvious. We also saw C Dot the one of the few times this year that the Chiefs have had a full linebacker room. And what does that mean? That they can unleash all the dogs. The fact that Bolton and Tranquil were together for only the fifth time this season. I was talking to Tranquil about it Saturday night. I go, you and Bolt just haven't been out there at all together. And you're saying, well, one place for the other. Sometimes. The last sack, they were both on the field at the same time. Chanel's had a good year, very underrated. You mentioned Willie Gay's uh, junior's game. But when you get the whole linebacker room together, out there, all healthy, it gives a lot of opportunities to this defense. And I think we saw that yesterday uh, by being creative and explosive. They, they had some explosive plays. What I'm most happy about yesterday is, and it was something that I complained about, I know a lot of Chiefs fans did, it felt like they still had the training wheels on Rasheed Rice in a way in that middle part of the season and the snap counts. You know, I'm big on snap counts. He was playing like 50, 60, uh, 50, 60 uh, percent of the snaps. And you were kind of thinking, hey, with the way this offense is playing, you maybe need to unleash him. He's your best wide receiver in the room. And I know maybe Andy doesn't like to put rookies in that scenario, but this offense I thought really needed the jolt. I'm excited yesterday that outside of every offensive lineman and quarterback who obviously played every single snap yesterday Rasheed Rice got the most opportunities out of everybody got nine uh nine targets yesterday had almost 100 yards and one touchdown yesterday like Rasheed Rice this second half of the season has really started to develop as a pretty consistent port uh producer for this team and they are still maybe playing too many guys in that room than I would but I do feel good that it feels like they have honed in on all right we have Kelsey we have Rice we have our couple of wide receivers, and now we need to figure it out with Justin Watson, MVS, Kadarius, Tony. Who's the hot hand in that individual game? And that's the room. And how many catches on those nine targets? Nine. And so when you get that, uh, that's a step forward for Rashi. And then also, but I, I go back to his third down catches. Those were, he had to contort his bodily on two of them. Patrick put it where he's going to put it, but he had to turn his body and make the catch to get first downs. Two of those third down plays were chain movers. The other one was one of the, as Andy would call it, Patrick friendly plays where he's able to get to avoid in the middle of the defense and get into the vision of Patrick. And that was a big play that followed up the uh, 31 yard play to Justin Watson. So it's not just the targets, the catches it's when they occurred, what happened because of the occurrence and could he move the chains? And yesterday, for those reasons, it was probably his best day, even though it wasn't his 100 day like he had a couple weeks ago. Right now, we're talking to Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We just got the news that Sky Moore has been placed on the injured reserve. 
What do you think happens now? Because, I mean, over these last three games, Sky Moore has played in 83 snaps, so somebody has to kind of soak up that usage. I think that person should be Richie James, and moving forward, he should be a bigger part in the offense. Andy spoke earlier today and said they need to do a better job of getting him on the field. He only played in two snaps. I just don't know how you can have a contribution in the offense if you don't get on the field. I want to see Richie James get these opportunities over the next three weeks, and he's just not a player that – we haven't got a chance to see him a whole lot. I don't really know what he can do in this offense. And to me, you got a stretch here heading into the postseason. You need to know who you can ride with and who you can't. I want to see them try Richie James more. One, he's got experience. Two, he's tough. Uh, and three, he's precise. I don't think Patrick's going to have to guess where he's going to be. And and the fact that he's a veteran. I mean, he played against us in Super Bowl 54. He had the two kick returns in the third quarter uh, when the Chiefs uh, made the surge against San Francisco. So he's been in big games. He's won playoff games. He's played in the Super Bowl. Uh, the the route they had to him yesterday, which was kind of the short roll, max protect, and then to find him in the flat, was a perfect example of a Richie James play. Coach Reed, if you go look back at his career, now they're not the same size guy, but it, Pringle was a little bit this way in most recent history. If you keep going back like a Jason Avant, it, it was the guy that you can count on. You know he's going to get done what he needs to do, even setting legal picks, uh, and then just being tough. Because right now, from here on, going back to what I said about Rice, tough catch, chain mover, keep a chain going. Not the third and eight. Uh, couldn't quite make the play, got a punt. Uh, yesterday, to me, um, with a few exceptions, that happened. And that hasn't happened a lot this year. Richie James can do it as well. That's just what I like about him to what you were talking about is at this point, Rob and I were kind of going back and forth. He's like, hey, I think this offense needs some explosiveness. And I think that, too, the big plays, and I think defense have really taken that away from the offense. At this point, I'm just looking for dependable. I'm looking for the four or five guys that you think you can trust on first down, you can trust on third down, on a third and eight, who can get 12 yards and convert the sticks. Obviously, you want that big play. You want that pop. At this point, I'm willing to find the five guys that you really like and that you can trust and also help you limit some of the mistakes that you made because that could be the difference in winning and losing a playoff game, uh, a, a ball that bobbles off somebody's hand, lining up incorrectly. That could be how you get eliminated from the postseason. No question. And nobody's finding big pop play. I shouldn't say it's rare to find big pop plays right now in the league. The teams that are winning consistently are those that are having the nine-play, 75-yard drive and then able, once you get into the red zone, to get touchdowns and not threes. So to your point, and I think this, I mean, they're working on this now, obviously, who gets that done? Who are the best human beings to say we're going to avoid the drop or avoid a nine-play, 75-yard drive touchdown, followed up by a eight-play, 70-yard drive for a touchdown? That's what's going to win the Lombardi Trophy this year. I don't care what conference you're in. Because that's what football has turned into in 2023. Do you think that this, I guess, maybe defensive cycle is kind of here to stay? That maybe defenses of, I understand that things kind of go in a cycle. And maybe this is just like you want to talk about Mahomes' impact on the game is that he has just made less explosive plays because teams are so terrified about the over the top and taking that away. But we have really noticed a shift, I would say, over the last four years of how defenses play and how they're going to line up. Do you think we kind of get back to where the passing feels a little bit more wide open than it feels this season? It'll get there. But there's a couple things in play. One is, yeah, defenses are saying you're not going to hit the ball over the wall. 
And two, it's this matchup zone concept that right now the Chiefs are doing and doing very well. Uh, Coach was telling me earlier today, like the, the Patriots and the Chiefs are one and two with the amount of free defensive guys that get hit on quarterback. And I think those two defenses, New England and Kansas City, you could argue if they're not the top two creative defenses in creating those open uh, blitzers or pass rushers, they're at least in the top four. And so you have to have the personnel to do it, and we've seen it with the Chiefs. And that's what I'm saying, the full linebacker room, man, I'm just telling you, that's a big deal. If you can play Tranquil and Bolt together or you rotate in uh, Willie Gay Jr. and Chennault and and then all of a sudden you got all those guys, and then you all you have mix and match up front guys, and then the way these DBs can pressure the quarterback when they come. Watson did it yesterday. Jalen Watson came, and not like a crazy DB with my eyes wide open, he came like a speed rusher and an edge rusher, which is what McDuffie does in his sleep. So when you get all that going on, all of a sudden you you create you create explosive defensive plays, and. To me, that's going to be the other part of who wins the Lombardi this year is the nine-play, 75-yard drive, and then who steals a possession or gets an explosive defensive play, like the Willie Gay Jr. interception yesterday. Hadn't been a lot of that. We were joking in the booth during the break. Uh, Matt McMullen was helping me spot the senior team reporter, and he goes, it doesn't seem like we get very many of these. Like, you're telling Mahomes, hey, you get the ball at the seven. I don't have to drive 91 yards. No, you get it at the seven. Go see how much fun this is. So when you get the explosive defensive play – uh, it's like a double-plus hit. Right now, we're talking to Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to talk to you about Mahomes on the sideline. Very rarely do you see him mad, I think, at individuals. He gets mad about the situation, like most people do. A call like what happened last week or when he had to come out of the game in the Jacksonville. I know you saw the video yeah. in the quarterback where he's just mad at, hey, I got to come out of the game. I want to be here for my guys. He seemed mad at an individual this time, which seems unlike him in this scenario. How much do you think maybe the uh, this wide receiver room and how inconsistent it is, do you think is just weighed on him? And this seems like this is a more frustrating year for him than it's been since he's been a starting quarterback for this team. Well, one, it's, it's all the drops. Those are documented. We could sit here and watch the video the rest of the night. But two, what some of those drops have led to, it goes all the way back to the opening game against Detroit and the pick six. Chiefs are going to win that game if they don't have that bobble play. They're going to win it if they don't have another drop and go kick a field goal. That pass that he threw yesterday was not an interception throw. And I think that's maybe where he's like, I mean, he had it right on the hands. Like, you can't feather it in there any better. And they were five wide. So they're trying to get, in essence, a run play out of the passing game, meaning get a short passing play, and you break a tackle, you get a bigger play. And it was there. It was perfect. Like, perfectly designed, great call. It's there. And what? It's intercepted. And now all of a sudden, they go get a touchdown. Instead of 27 to 10, it's 27 to 17. And now you got to really, like, clamp down and figure out what's going on. I think that was the carryover. And, yeah, I mean, he's so competitive. But how many I, – I chuckle or get mad when I hear all of the national pundits going, man, Mahomes is having an off year. We'll give him back half the drops. And the drops have led to picks. I mean, I love Blake Bell. He's awesome. Go get the ball. That that shouldn't have been picked either. So those two picks that Pat had yesterday should have been zero interceptions. What do you think is next for Kadarius, Tony? I mean, this has been a real rough stretch. The penalty against the Buffalo Bills, 
the mistake that happened late in that game. We've been talking about it, kind of been the theme. It's go time now. We got three weeks left in the regular season. They are a month away from a playoff game. It feels like it's go time, and you got to really determine who's in or out. I just think that it becomes, it goes past like Coach Embry, it becomes maybe a tutoring session with Coach here of like, and, and what what do we have and what can we trust and what can we do going forward? Because your point is a good one. Because from here on, the mistakes are three times the value. or uh, And it can decide a game. And it can decide trying to seal the division. It can try decide even trying to get a one seed here. Just one play like that now can tip that scale. And right now it's just a matter of like, kind of calming him down and figure out, hey, what can we do here and try to get him, uh, try to get his confidence back as much as you can. And I think that's going to take a village to do it, not only just the players, but it goes beyond the wide receiver room. It becomes an everything responsibility. It's interesting what you put it. Do you think that that's possible now at this point in the season? Like it's it's been – it's been a lot of inconsistency, and at least this year with Kadarius Tony, I can think of more negative plays that really stand out than plays that I think have really helped them win games. Like I wonder if I wonder if he is in fear of just being out of the rotation for wide receiver. You got Justin Ross coming back. You might have McCall Hardman coming back. You got Richie James. This team has options where if they go in a different direction, they got somebody easily ready to come in and step in. Well, I think it's it's reaching the point of critical mass as far as um, what do you have uh, moving forward, not just starting this week, but even long term, which is I think what you're alluding to, and it's it's just it's a, it's a classic case though we see in athletics all the time, regardless of the sport, where you see the potential, you see what you you see what you think it can be, and it's just. Uh, you know, a matter of busting through and putting together consistent plays and being focused. But then the team has to continue to do evaluation of going, hey, we've got to win this week. What's the best way to win this week? And is he included in that? And what can he be included on if he's included in that? But then long term, um, what do you have? And can he become what we think he can become? And those are difficult situations. But I'm telling you, every high school coach in this city, listen to us right now, whatever they coach, would sit down with us and give us two or three players that they've got that are the same way. They're going, I think this gal can play. I just, I see it. And yet she just can't break through. And uh, how do you, you know, how do you get to that point? So it's, it's, uh, it's perplexing, but, but we're at the point of critical decisions here. This is December the 15th or whatever it is. Have you ever, 18th. have you ever got a chance to sit down with coach and just watch film? Because I'm just like, I'm looking at the play that they ran, and there was a story from Peter King. The play was called Heisman, and they've had that in their pocket for three weeks and where he got it from. Longer than that, I think. Yeah, it's just, how do you do this? Like, how are you watching a game from 1947? You see this formation, and then you run it to perfection. It's just, there's no one in the NFL that does that. No. Coach is the gym rat of all gym rats when it comes to that stuff. And I love it. Can I just share with you a, a fun story yeah, about that? Because it's a single wing play and I knew they had it in their repertoire and it's, it's so he mentioned 1940s Colombian pen or something. There are still high school teams that run the single wing offense. 
And Vink was just talking to me, Winnetonka, I don't know if they still run it. They ran it back in the day. Conway Springs, Kansas, which is a very good high school football program outside of Wichita, 1A state champions this year. Uh, they're like my hometown of Smith Center. They've won multiple state championships in different classifications, one, two, three. They run the single wing. When I saw it and they executed the Chiefs doing that yesterday, I'm going, Coach Reed is giving a tribute to all of the coaches that still run the single wing. I said, I think Conway Springs won a state title this year running it. Conway Springs High School, whoever runs our Twitter page, goes, hey, thanks for the shout-out. And they sent me a video of the very play the Chiefs ran that Conway Springs ran in one of their biggest games of the year. And then they said, we call it like 43 reverse, you know, CDOT. And they, and they were getting a chuckle out of it. But that's Coach. He brought, he brought that into the National Football League, and it was well executed. And Tooney snaps it. So I screw up yesterday because I'm, I don't know it's coming, and I'm talking. I'm thinking it's first and goal at the four, so I want to set up the hole, and the offensive line's digging in, and Creed Humphrey's up over the football. And then I'm like, oh, crap, this is the single wing play, meaning Tooney's going to snap it. They're in an unbalanced line, which many times the single wing is unbalanced. And they're unbalanced to the left. So that means the defense is in a fraction of a second is trying to line up right against the unbalanced line. But then the flow goes the other way. And then they pull blockers like Blake Bell pulls from the whatever wingback position they would call it in the single wing. And it's so well executed, it's awesome. And McKinnon, we just, we all understand, uh, value Jerick McKinnon. I mean, his third down two minute value and then a play like that which he can execute flawlessly. He's a Georgia Southern quarterback. He ran the option at Georgia Southern. And so for him, we got it. We'll, we'll do it, and uh, we'll run this play. The coolest thing, too, is you know Mahomes wanted to run it because he gets in a three-point stance, and he gets squatted down like a single wing back in the old – go back and watch some single wing football. But I just – I had fun with it yesterday. Somebody on Twitter goes, I'm going to vomit if he says single wing one more time. But I was just having a blast with it because Coach Reed's running a 1940s play in an NFL game. But then Conway Springs chimes in and goes, we're with you, Paul. I mean, we're with you, buddy. Uh, we run that too. Here's the play we just ran. So uh, it was fun moment. Right now we're talking to Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought was what was so cool yesterday, I thought what was so cool was I think you knew that Belichick was going to try to take away one of the key pieces between Rice and Travis Kelsey. That was he took away Travis Kelsey. Five catches for always 27 does. yards. It was just not a banner Travis Kelsey day. You it knew that always you... is that way with Belichick, though. I mean, Kelsey's only averaged 50 yards in the last seven games against them. The two playoff games, the Chiefs lost to them. He had 23 yards and 23 yards. Okay, there you go. You needed somebody to step up. They got that yesterday from Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire yeah. is playing like a guy that like obviously knows the urgency of where he is in his career. Contract year, who knows what the next 12 months for you looks like. You need to put some good film together, need to put some good tape, really need to show your value. He had a big play in the passing game yesterday, had over 100 yards from scrimmage. This might be the best Clyde Edwards-Hilaire game we've seen probably since that Buffalo game back in 2020. That's what I said on the air yesterday. He channeled his inner 2020. His opening game ever against Houston was somewhat historic because it was a productivity for a rookie in his first game. There were some NFL records he set that day, and then the buck 64 he had in that COVID year against Buffalo. He had a 52-yard run last year against the Chargers, but it didn't mean what these plays meant yesterday. His, his catch in the back of the end zone was a made play for Patrick. I mean, we're talking about, hey, those two shouldn't have been intercepted. 
But this was a play where he made it for Patrick. And Pat hasn't had a whole lot of that this year. But Clyde was exceptional. And talked about the screen pass for 48 yards. Clyde gets 15 of those after all the blockers have done their job. He, they get, whatever they get, 30. He, he, stay, he breaks off hits, keeps his hand on the ground, keeps his balance. Clyde is a very, I'm going to give him tons of credit here for his persistence and his perseverance. Because this hadn't been easy, obviously, the last two years. And yet, here he is coming up with big plays in a December victory that the team needed. And that tells you a lot about the way he's made. He's, he's very emotionally mature. He keeps a positive outlook as much as he can. And that's kept him in the game. And that's helped the team yesterday. That helped the team yesterday. Mitch, I'll get you out of here with this. Are you a Christmas movie guy? Yeah. Yeah, I am actually. But not, I mean, haven't for a while. Cause, but yeah, I'm all Christmas Vacation is a classic. It's a literary classic. Like you can't, I mean, it, to me, it ought to be in museums. It's, it's awesome. I'll get you out Cousin of here. Cousin Eddie, he's I'll, driving by right now. <laughs> I'll get you out of here with this. I'm a big believer that everybody had their version of the Red Rider BB gun. You remember in Christmas Story, there was one Christmas gift Absolutely. that a young Mitch Holtis really wanted. What Absolutely. was that Christmas gift that a young Mitch Holtis wanted? Electric football game. Remember the, <laughs> remember the old bzzz, yeah. electric football game. In fact, I, I got to tell you, so I was trying to hide uh, on Saturday night, and um, all I wanted was some some dinner, just like by myself. And a dude sees me, comes up. This is in Providence, Rhode Island. And he goes, dude, I just I watch all your stuff, man. I listen to all the games. I live in New York City. I go, okay, cool. Just trying to hide, but hey, way to go. Go to the I'm going to the game. And he's this guy's all excited. Never been to Arrowhead. And he goes, here's how I became a Chiefs fan. I had an electric football game, and it was the Vikings and Chiefs, Super Bowl four. And I like the red team better than the purple team, and I love him ever since. I go, okay, that's some great logic, buddy. Good. But I wanted that electric football game. And I saw something under the tree that maybe was like, that has to be it. But I, I wasn't going to get my hopes up. There it was. I played that thing for hours on end, and it was always a 6-4 to four game with five safeties because the guy that's running the ball always turned around and went the other way, right? So it was a safety. But – that game captivated my attention, and that was my Red Rider BB gun. That is Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, telling you how we grew to love the NFL with electric football. Uh, his it's a safety, six to four. His appearances are brought to you by Silverstein Eye Center. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Center. You got a Monday off with no Chiefs kingdom and no football today. You need to go have another nice dinner today. I might. You know, I think I might call my wife right after this and think, what are we doing? Tomorrow night's the Kingdom Show. So we'll have tomorrow night's Kingdom Show will be at Ward Road and Lee's Summit. Hy-Vee didn't want to move it because the game got moved back to Sunday instead of Monday night. So uh, we're going to keep it on Tuesday night. Again, tomorrow night at Lee's Summit, come find us, and I'll have Coach on, and we'll do the same deal we normally do. But, no, I've, Tuesday night becomes Monday night. So – I'll figure out something to do, but I like I like your idea. Let's you know, so that's Mitch Holtz's voice of the Great. Kansas City Chiefs. You know what I might do is find that electric football game. See if my wife wants to play electric football. You right? guys need to have dinner and then go watch Christmas Vacation. Then, I love that. <laughs> and then you had the little screw on the end. If you wanted to go like real fast, you just turned it up, and then it was like the safety within ten seconds. Like like the, the guy always he's in the open. Man, he's gonna go. Nope, nope. He's turning around. A forty-nine yard safety, six to four. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.